Good morning. Today is lesson 190. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Pain is a wrong perspective. When it is experienced in any form, it is a proof of self-deception. It is not a fact at all. There is no form that it takes that will not disappear if seen aright. For pain proclaims that God is cruel. How could it be real in any form? It witnesses to God the Father's hatred of his Son, the sinfulness he sees in him, and his insane desire for revenge and death. Can such projections be attested to? Can they be anything but wholly false? Pain is but witness to the son's mistake in what he thinks he is. It is a dream of fierce retaliation for a crime that could not be committed, for attack on what is wholly unassailable. It is completely unassailable. Pain is only a witness to the son's mistakes and what he thinks he is. So when we're feeling pain, it's because we are not recognizing who and what we truly are. Pain is a nightmare of abandonment by an eternal love which could not leave the sun it created out of love. Pain is a sign that illusions reign in the place of truth. It demonstrates that God is denied confused with fear, perceived as mad, and seen as a traitor to himself. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. For vengeance is not part of love. And fear, denying love, and using pain to prove that God is dead, has shown that death is victor over life. The body is the Son of God, corruptible in death, as mortal as the father he has slain. So if we believe the pain that we experience is real, then we are believing all of these things. That God is fearful, that he's not even real, that we are vulnerable, that our body is who we are, that it's that we're able to die and that God is mortal as well. Continuing, peace to such foolishness. Remember in the Bible when Jesus said to the wind, peace, and to the waves he said, be still. And there was a complete calm. I love that, that verse in the Bible where it says that. Continuing. So, peace to such foolishness. The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. There is no need to think of them as savage crimes or secret sins with weighty consequence. Who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything? Their witness pain is, may, is as mad as they, and no more to be feared 
and the insane illusions which it shields and tries to demonstrate must still be true. So, when we experience pain, we should laugh at all of these insane ideas that we're vulnerable to death, that God is not real. <clears throat> Continuing. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Our thoughts cause us pain. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. That could be really powerful for people who feel like they suffer from depression or other mental illness. To take this, this peace and really meditate on it. And I'm not saying anything against people who experience mental illness. I know and love some people who are very dear to me that are benefiting very much from medication. So if you need medication, get it, use it properly. And at the same time, really studying these lessons, studying the text and coming to understand that we are not our bodies could be the best thing that any of us, mental illness or not, could do. So there's nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things that you see merely by recognizing what you are. And that is the key to the whole thing. That's what this whole work is about. The text, the workbook, and the manual for teachers. Recognizing what we are. Continuing. As you perceive the harmlessness in them, in things that make you ill or sad or weak or frail, as we perceive the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. In the Bible it says, referring to... Um, Joseph, when he was thrown into a, his brothers, took him and threw him into a pit and then sold him to, as a slave to some people passing by and told his father that he was dead. Then Joseph rose to be the second ruler in Egypt. He was right under Pharaoh. He ruled everything. And when he finally revealed his identity to his brothers, he said, what you intended for evil, God intended for good, to accomplish what is being done, the saving of many lives. And in that same way, what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. My holy brother, think of this a while. The world you see 
does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts, and it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. Yourself, your true self, capital S, is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging, and unchangeable, forever and forever. And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as, as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where living things must come at last to die? The world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world, as causeless, has no power to cause. As an effect, it cannot make effects. As an illusion, it is what you wish. Your idle wishes represent its pains. Your strange desires bring it evil dreams. Your thoughts of death envelop it in fear, while in your kind forgiveness does it live. So it says the world may seem to cause us pain, but it can't because it, the world itself has no cause and therefore it has no power to cause. It's only an effect and the effect of something doesn't affect something else. It says your thoughts of death envelop the world in fear while your kind forgiveness, in your kind forgiveness does it live when we recognize that pain is not real and we recognize who we really are. That's what forgiveness really is. Forgiveness doesn't recognize a wrong done, therefore making it real and then dismissing it. It just acknowledges that it's not real. So when we acknowledge that pain is not real, that suffering is not real, then in our kind forgiveness does the world live. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Pain is the ransom that you have gladly paid not to be free. In pain is God denied the son that he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love, and time replace eternity in heaven. And the world becomes a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all joy and misery. <clears throat> and according to today's lesson, we can choose the joy of God instead of pain. Continuing, lay down your arms and come without defense into the quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Lay down all thoughts of danger and of fear. Let no attack enter with you. Lay down the cruel sword of judgment that you hold against your throat and put aside the withering assaults 
with which you seek to hide your holiness. <clears throat> Here will you understand that there is no pain. Here does the joy of God belong to you. This is the day when it is given you to realize the lesson that contains all of salvation's power. And that lesson is this, that pain is illusion, joy, reality. Pain is but sleep. Joy is awakening. Pain is deception. Joy alone is truth. And so again, we make the only choice that ever can be made. We choose between illusions and the truth, or pain and joy, or hell and heaven. Let our gratitude unto our teacher fill our hearts as we are free to choose our joy instead of pain. Our holiness in place of sin, the peace of God instead of conflict, and the light of heaven for the darkness of the world. It's a choice. I've heard it said, and I used to really like this, but this, what we just read, is kind of contradictory, and this is what I heard before. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And what that saying meant is that in this world, things are going to happen. Loved ones are going to die. Um, pandemics are going to happen. All these fearful, painful things are going to happen when we are seeing the world with physical vision only. Suffering is optional. We can get all caught up in that <clears throat> and think that it's the true reality and really suffer the pain of it. Or, according to this, we can choose. We can choose joy. We can choose heaven. We can choose peace. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Father, thank you for who and what we really are. Thank you that we have been made in your image and your likeness. Thank you that everything that exists is within you and made of you. Thank you that pain is not real and that we can choose joy instead of pain. Brothers and sisters, today I wish you a day of joy. Many blessings. Namaste.